Welcome back to the T3 Family Podcast, where we are equipping families to thrive. So we are really excited to be here all together. So I have Clayton here with me. Hi, Clayton. And today, Clayton and I wanted to bring in a friend. So we brought in Christine DeCurtis. She's here with us today. Welcome, Christine. Welcome, welcome. Hi. Good to be here. Yeah. Um, As Clayton and I were prepping and deciding, you know, what direction we wanted today to go, we've been talking about... um, intimacy, how we're created for a deep connection Mm. with God. And you are someone that I've just seen model this Mm. so well. You've taught me so much. And then we are also excited about the work that you're doing with young people because Mm. um, as a podcast, our goal is to equip families. And so we just love the work that you've been doing with youth. And so a little bit, we wanted to hear um, what's been going on with them and yeah, how you're seeing maybe people that you're working with growing in intimacy and yeah, what that looks like. Oh man. Introduce yourself a little bit and then how you got to Pella. It's a fun story. It It is is a fun story. It is a fun story. Yes. My name is Christine. Been here for three years. I was at a ministry school in California and I was with, um, I came over to Pella with a couple people, beautiful people who went to the ministry program as well with me. And in the second year of ministry school, um, you do trips. And they went to leadership and said, hey, can we create a trip to Pella? And they said, yes. So we came here, fell in love with Pella, did a conference, loved the people. I didn't think I'd be back. And you could do the school one, two or three years. And I was going to go for third. And I really felt the Lord say, nope, clear direction. You're not doing third. And when I graduated the program, I had five states where I thought I was going. And one by one, the Lord crossed them off hmm. and Iowa was left and I and I want to I want to be clear it wasn't like oh I was left I, I had never been to the Midwest yeah. you know yeah. that was my first time so yeah. I just want to be clear with that New York girl lived in California for 16 years so anyway th- that was circled and at that point I got on my knees and said Lord I'm your girl wherever where do you want to go and I got a call when I was on my knees from people here hmm. conferenced what? me in yeah Christine, come to Pella, come to Pella. And here we are. And I knew it was the Lord. And I just let them know, hey, just so you know how I roll. When I say I'm a faith girl, I'm a faith girl. I come with like a little backpack and we're ready to roll. Like, are you ready for that? And they said, yes. So here we are. And, you know, I didn't, I mean, I, I taught high school, so I've been around kids, but it's been a really long time. And I, I came here not even knowing what the Lord, how the Lord was going to open up anything. It was probably maybe four months before I did anything. I felt like he said, Mm -hmm. rest, and I'm going to open up things. And he opened up a lot of stuff with the youth and started breathing on the kids. So Mm -hmm. I just went where he was Mm -hmm. breathing and it's been incredible. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I just hear so many good things coming out of your time Mm -hmm. with the youth. Um, My daughter is one of the blessed ones that has just really been taken with what you are are teaching to our kids Mm. about how loved they are. And so um, you're really strong in teaching people their identity, which we're going to cover next month in February. But yeah, with with intimacy, can you tell us a little bit like how you lead youth into these new or not new, but maybe newer to them relationship with the Lord? I think... I don't want to make assumptions, but I wonder if a lot of stories of our kids here in Pella is that they grew up going to church and, um, or, you know, Pella's a sweet town, like a fairly comfortable life. And then um, they're kind of reaching this age where they have to decide, 
am I going to claim this faith as my yes. own or, you know, yeah. Yes. I just want to hear stories of how you're shepherding yes. these yes. things, yes. These, no. these youth. Yeah. That's great. I would say I just start with who he is, right? The Bible says eternal life is knowing him. So mm-hmm. knowing him intimately, who is he? And giving them, from my perspective of, of reading the, the scripture to the best of my ability through the lens of love, who is God? So giving them that picture of who is God in the beginning, God, let's stop right there, mm-hmm. right? The first four mm-hmm. words in Genesis. So stop right there. We read right through it, but God, okay, so what are, what's his nature? What are all the descriptive words of him? Who is he really? Um, because intimacy is going to come from knowing who he is. Who is God? What has he done? Who are we? What do we have? And no one wants to get close to someone they fear. And I'm not talking the reverence and the awe that we have for God. Yes, that's a, that's a healthy fear. But I think a lot of us sometimes have the, I'm scared of God, right? The hammer's going to come down. Mm-hmm. So letting them know, how was it? How What did God always have in mind for us? What is his nature? What did the garden look like? Um, what did he do on the cross? What is it live? What is it like to live post-cross and, um, and have that relationship with God. And you see it through Jesus, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. Philip said, you know, show us the father. And he said, I've been with you this long and you don't know the father. So you see God through Jesus. And I think that has helped the kids with intimacy. Let's go into the gospels. It's the same God, you know, it's Mm -hmm. the same God. But he says that I came um, to represent God. I'm the full display of God, right? Mm -hmm. Flesh, his face. So know me and you will know God. So we we walk through the scriptures. What does love look like? What does love sound like? What was love saying to them in the gospels? And then applying it to their life. So basically knowing who God is Mm -hmm. and then what has he done, right? His, His actions flow from his nature. So his actions are love because that's who he is. So, so it's easy to fall in love with someone who is love. Yeah. And I feel like that is what naturally is happening. You know, talking about John the Beloved, even for guys, I've, I've had more uh, boys, if you will, yeah. than girls. It's just been a natural flow. Yep. And people say, how do you do intimacy with guys? And I say, well, we talk about John the Beloved. Mm. You know, it's it's the most natural thing to be intimate, mm-hmm. even as a man. Yep. What is it like to, to have feelings and to, to weep in his presence and, and to get to know him, to be the bride of Christ yeah. as a man, yeah. explaining all that? Because it is, you know, we're sons and daughters, we're bride, we're all of it. And it's not wonky. It's actually our most natural state. So, so helping them understand that, um, that's really how we've we've done it. We do a lot of soaking in his presence. Um, we get into the stories a lot. I'm making sure from my perspective, they're reading it through the lens of love. And I feel like from that place, they're falling in love with him. Christina, so fast, can you just kind of talk us through so um, uh, soaking and, and looking at the, the gospels through the lens of love? Like what are just some, some practical ways that for a parent who's listening that yeah. um, we've talked a lot about just creating space, opportunity for the Holy Spirit to, to meet them yes. and have an encounter with them. Yes. How do you do that? Yes. How does that work? That's fantastic. I mean, for, I mean, we open up, every meeting is different, but we always open up just welcoming the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. right? Just kind of how you just did. You're welcome here. Freedom. Freedom is who you are. If there's freedom in this space um, and spirit of truth, lead us into truth, right? Yep. So yep. that's important. So creating that. When I say soaking, we will just, sometimes we do it before, sometimes after. I'll just put on some music, kind of like, how it is that refreshed sometimes, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. just put on some music where you're not doing anything, mm-hmm. right? We have such a hard time 
Declarations are fantastic. Reading the word, of course. But this is a time when you are just receiving. You're just being a sponge and you're letting mm-hmm. him, right? He's the pursuer. He's he. We love because he first loved us. Mm-hmm. So we are letting him pursue us and him come in and let ourselves be reminded of whom we're filled with and getting filled afresh. That's what I mean by soaking, being yeah. there where he could come and cover you and touch you and fill you mm-hmm. afresh, kiss your face, mm-hmm. um, hug you. And then from that place, we go into the scriptures. So it's not us. It's not our works. It's not our performance. It's us being loved by him and then leaking out and seeing the scriptures through that place. Mm-hmm. Where, yeah. What a fun, different way, because I think I would assume I grew up in Pell. I think a lot of people, you, your time with the Lord, you open just in me, you start reading. Yes. You start reading. Yeah. And versus just coming out with a, just a, yes. oh, it's a way different posture to be sitting and waiting, right? And just waiting for him, right? And then to pursue. Yes. After you've been, I don't know. It's a really f- fun way to, to flip it for four, mm-hmm. four people. I think that's a challenge for most of us. For me, Absolutely. for sure. Absolutely, sure. And and that's I love how you just said that relationally. I see you in the lobby, and you're so you're so hospitable. So you're <laughs> so relational. We start. You know, it would be weird if I just saw you in the lobby and said, Clayton, let's just get right to it. But yeah. that's what we do, right? It's it's intimacy. It's relationship. Yeah. It's knowing him. It's, hey, how are you? What's going on, Lord? Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? Or, or just letting him love us yeah. before even anything. Um, so it's not duty. It's relationship. And that that develops intimacy, yeah. right? Yeah. That Yeah. Let's face it, like the, the, the preacher waiting in the lobby. As soon as you walk in, sentence, three points. Like, <laughs> right. here we go. It's like, oh, I'm not... I That's just got here. I just yeah, made yeah, yeah. Like, give me a minute, you yeah. know? <laughs> and your your words, your father's words, the people who preach here, they're most powerful because they know people. You yeah. have spent time knowing people, knowing their names. My gosh, I remember when I first came here and I heard Pastor Kevin and I was like, he knows everybody's names. Yes. You know their names. You know their life. Mm-hmm. That creates intimacy. And wow, you're much more inclined to follow and do relationship with people who know you mm-hmm. and, and know you care. So positioning kids and adults, families into a place where Jesus is love. He cares. Get under the waterfall of his love. Let it cascade over you. Mm-hmm. Man, and from that place, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm curious, uh, um, just as you're meeting with young people, tr- tr- trying to trying to alter their perspective, Yes. Um, what are... I guess, what are common roadblocks? What are, what are things you, I think I, this is something I have to talk about a lot because this is a, wow. has to be a shift in their perspective. That's a great, think? that's a great question. And, you know, just recently I met with someone actually a little bit older whom I'm discipling who came to me and said, Christine, I've been in this for years, in mm. church for years, but I want to meet Jesus for the first time. Mm. I feel oh, like wow. I need to mm. be reintroduced to this man, Jesus. And we sat there at the brew and I took her hands and I said, Let me introduce you to the lover of my soul, your soul, our king. So sometimes it does take that rewiring and saying, you know, we are going to actually start from the beginning and go back to the beginning. Mm -hmm. Um, What I find, you know, around here is, yeah, there's a lot of performance. Mm -hmm. So um, introducing them to the God of Sabbath, the God of rest, Mm -hmm. the Lord of, I'm the Lord of the Sabbath. I'm the Lord of rest. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. Yoke. We know what it means kind of in the farming term, but yoke, obligation, duty, um, the legal Mm -hmm. terms of life. My yoke is easy. That word easy, gracious and kind. So introducing them, Mm -hmm. what does that mean? What does that mean? Because pressure isn't coming from God. Mm -hmm. 
Pressure is not coming from the word of God. Actually, pressure is coming from our own expectations, culture, uh, people, our own inner things. Mm-hmm. So really, and that's a struggle. That yeah. That is probably the hardest thing saying, hey, whoa, whoa, you are feeling this. That is a real feeling, but feelings don't get to drive the bus. And that thing is not coming from the Lord. Wow. Yeah. What? So what does, Clay, an easy yoke and light burden look like in your life? What does it look like when you're in exams? What does it look like when you're in school with friends and you feel rejected? What does it look like when there's pressure to perform a, a certain way? You know, you have an audience of one. Right. Rest resides in you. You get to pause. Even if you need to, I tell them, go into the restroom for a minute. Go into the stall. Pause. Just turn your affections to him Mm -hmm. and reflect on rest in you. And what does it look like to do life from a place of that? Look, Mary, he said she did, she was doing the better thing. That Mm -hmm. doesn't, you know, people around here said, well, someone has to work. It doesn't mean Mary wasn't working, right? (laughs) Right, I hear that all the time. Who's going to bring on the bacon? (laughs) You know, it's a posture. It's a heart set. It's a mindset. It's a shift. So getting them to that place. And this is why uh, going back to soaking, I feel like that helps them to let go, to release. Again, we don't have to hold it all together. So he does. Um, but but pressure, I'd say, would be a big one, even mm-hmm. if it's from themselves, mm-hmm. um, to be a certain thing, right? I feel like we're often struggling to become who we already are and go after what we already mm-hmm. possessed. What mm-hmm. is Christ in us? So so shifting them to, I'm serving God in this duty to relationship and awareness of Christ within us. We, mm-hmm. we have union with him. We are married to him. Mm-hmm. We're one. What does it mean to be one with peace and rest? Right. And someone who's already accepted you. This is my son, my daughter, whom I love, with whom I'm well pleased, right? right. What God is saying to Jesus, he's saying to us. Right. Right. So funny, we talked about that last time. Was that last week? Our last podcast, right? Yeah. Um, I always find it interesting that so Jesus goes to be in the countryside, right? To, to, to pray and to be silence, right? And so even what you're saying, uh, I think I always thought of him just sitting there in silence. But I was, but the other day I was like, but he's with the Father and he's with the Spirit. So he, it's different than my silence. He He's communicating. There's relationship happening. So he's not just... In your mind, as a young person, I just go and sit and just sit. Right. Or, that no. sounds boring. Or you're saying, yeah. like, you're moving to a moment. It's like, just stop and just yes. acknowledge, speak, listen. And here's this Jesus model for so beautifully, yes. this intimacy of being known and knowing. And yes. So I love what you're saying. That's beautiful. Yes. Mm-hmm. And doing life with him, right? I mean, just the garden. They were doing life with each other in the right. garden. We are back to the garden and farther. So what does it look like? And telling the kids, you get to have fun with the Lord. You right. get to do life. You get to do sports. You get right. to do all the things you love. He loves a good party. Right. But what does it look like to do it with him? The joy and the peace yeah. and the the family. You know, he's he's holy. He's reverent. He's he's all those things. He's right. God equally as much as he's, he's friend and mm-hmm. father. Mm-hmm. So that, I mean, that's another thing to answer your question, Clay. What... Wow, introducing them to Jesus as friend. Mm. What is it to be? He he invited us into friendship. We right. didn't invite him. What is it? I'm your da- I'm your father. I'm your Abba, good daddy. He starts, you know, we say it every week. Our father who art in heaven. Stop right there. Our mm-hmm. father connotes intimacy. Mm-hmm. He could have said our king, our savior, mm-hmm. our Lord, all those things. He said our father, right. close, come close to me, right? Yeah. Closeness started in the garden. Yeah. Intimacy, he breathed into our nose. He right. came close. So... Man, all this stuff. And it's it's mixed. I mix it in all the time. You know, I mean, there isn't a week or any time I see the kids that we don't go after. You, Who are you? Mm-hmm. You're loved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're loved. You have a good Abba Daddy. 
you're accepted and approved of. That's our starting place. That's our foundation. So that is my constant getting them there, Mm -hmm. a reset, a realignment. Every time I see them, whatever's going on in their life, let's just realign to truth what we know to be true and move from that place. Yeah. So I'm wondering, so uh, um, so I think that's a lot. My my girls are little, but uh, just as as a dad... Um, speak to parents. Um, we want, we want, so we, there, we have this relationship and we are the earthly parents. We are to you know, be a representative of, of a good father, you know, a good mother. Yeah. Um, what do we do? Like, what kind of things do we say? Like, how oh. do we carve out time to make them know that? Oh man. Your, what do you think? Oh man. <laughs> That's a good, these are great questions. Yeah. Oh man. You know, Look, we have to discipline our kids, yes. Mm. But are we, you know, we have them look at us when we say, hey, I need you to look at me so right. you know this, right? When we're disciplining them. How about we have them look at us when we really want to affirm who they are? Mm. Yeah. I want you to look at me right now. Let me affirm who you are. You are a daughter. You are a son. You're loved. Yeah. You're accepted. You're approved of. You're a friend of God. Yeah. Wow. He thinks the world of you. You are royalty. And I don't mean it in a hokey way. I mean Honestly, Mm -hmm. you know, for all the stuff they're hearing in culture, Mm -hmm. you know, starting in kindergarten where where kids come home and they're "Ah, rejected and told they're dumb and losers. Gosh, we better be upping the game with Mm -hmm. how we're we're depositing into them and building up. So I would say speaking life first and foremost, Mm -hmm. speaking truth over them, what you can do. You know, kids come home and say, I can't. Hey, let's go back to the word. What does he say? You can do all things. Who is in you? Jesus is for you. Who could be against you? Speaking life, I would say even... Look, hugs. Some mm. people say I have a hug ministry. Kids <laughs> and does, I love and they're them. the best hugs. Yes. <laughs> and you do that as yeah. parents. But yeah. man, hugging them, bringing them onto the couch, into your arms. Kids want to please their parents, right? Yeah. Kids want to have the best gifts. What if they knew they were the best gift, Clay? Mm-hmm. What if they knew you are my... I could weep right now, actually. I, mm. What if they knew you are my best gift? Mm. These things that you bring me are sprinkles on top, but you actually, you are the best gift. You're yeah. the best mm-hmm. gift. Yeah. So affirming yeah. them in that way, man, cheering them on at games as parents do. But Jesus is our biggest cheerleader. He's in the fans with the biggest horns and the loudest rattles that we're doing that too. Mm. Um, man, no, no matter what you do, it doesn't change how much I love you. Those things, you know, they go a long way. We poo-poo love, you guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But man, love was the foundation for Jesus to do everything that he did. Yeah. This is my son who I love with whom I'm well pleased. The heavens didn't open up and God didn't say, this is my son who's going to change the world, change water to wine. Right. This is all the stuff he's going to do. He didn't focus on that. This is who my son is. And man, when kids know who they are, they will change the world. So I would yeah. just say, continue to speak life over them. Hold them close. Look in their eyes. Let them know Mm -hmm. that they walk into the house, that it's the safest place, that it's the place they could feel most free and and be most seen and known. Yeah. So um, do you think as a parent, if I don't embrace who the love of the father, like you're talking about, am I able to pass that on to my kids? Or I'm just wondering, like, you know, we may have parents out here that are like, I, I've not totally experienced this myself. So how yes. do I help my kids in this? Yes. What what encouragement do you have? I mean, everything yes. you're saying here has already been encouraging to me. I'm like, no. my kids need to hear that. I need to hear it. Yes. Like, yeah. What are some practical ways as parents we can be equipped to? That's a fantastic this? question. And even though, I mean, I do things with youth. I do things with adults because it's family, right? Everything yeah. flows from the top down. And I've had parents that are beautifully, they drop off their kids and say, thank you that you are giving this uh, in, in a different way as a resource, as an added yeah. resource, because I never got this. And and I invite them in right there and say, well, this is, this is for you too. Mm-hmm. Um, 
be the best receiver of the love of God. You know, we have such a hard time receiving. Why? It's works. It's performance. I wasn't in the word this morning. I said something to my spouse that wasn't, you know, it's not about us. The story is good. The gospel is good news because it's not about us. So getting ourselves out of the way and receiving, being the best receiver, target of his love. What does a target do, Becky? It's there Mm -hmm. to be hit. The arrows of love come from him. Be the best receiver of his love. And from that place, you will be filled up. One of the things I learned in ministry, ministry school that I really hold on to, you know, be filled with him. Let your cup be filled. And Christine, you get to maintain your cup and hold your cup and let the overflow of him go into the saucer. And from that saucer, you give out. So be the best receiver of love. Let him saturate you from that place you give out and make sure your saucer is always full and give out, um, excuse me, your cup is always full and give out of the overflow. Mm -hmm. You, you know, it's from him again. He's the pursuer. I think a lot of times we do it in our own strength, right? The Bible says love. What is the greatest commandment in the law? Love the Lord, your God with all your heart, soul, mind, strength, love your neighbor as yourself. Yes. But Jesus came along and said a greater command I give you commandment, love others as I have loved you. That changes the, that flips the, right? That changes it because the only way you could love others is getting love from me, Mm -hmm. not from your own strength. So be filled. You know, I encourage you, listen, parenting is challenging. I'm not a parent, but I'm an auntie and I have a bunch of adopted kids and you're in it every day. So I want to first and foremost, encourage you. I just, I just champion you for the roles that you have. Mom, dad, I feel the presence of God right now. You're doing a good job in all of it, let him love you and let God come in and give you what you need, right? Mm-hmm. He loves Christine, Christine loves Christine, and then Christine pours out of Christine. Man, I think sometimes we, you know, we, we say love others and love us, and I get it. You know, the Bible talks about honoring other people, but the only way I could give out is that I've been full. So be full, be greedy with love. He wants you to. Mm-hmm. You're a daddy, you're a mama. Mm-hmm. If they came to you and said, You've loved us enough today. We, you know, you would say, come over, come here. We want to give you more. There's yeah. no shortage of love and we can yeah. be greedy with love. And that's health. That's yeah. kingdom health. I think it's fun too. Um, uh, the ways that we bless the father and we acknowledge his love. Like I had this one time when one of our little girls just said, daddy, you love me. Oh. I was like, oh yeah, I do. <laughs> but it's just so fun. Even so if you're, you know, and just yes. just acknowledge his love for you and just say like, yes. thank you. Or I, I'm not sure how you do that, what it looks like, but just yes. acknowledge the love. And oh, then man. it makes them smile. And you're like, it's an even bigger hug. It's just like, yeah. oh, I'm so glad you know that. Oh, my gosh. So. And I, yes, Clay. And I think sometimes we think, I mean, I talk to the kids all the time about it's so important they know who he is and who they are. And it's not arrogance, it's wisdom. Mm. Because I feel like the more you know who you are in him, the more humble you are. Mm. Jesus didn't have to come into a room and say, look at me, look at who I am. Let me tell you what I've done. You don't actually. So we don't have to hold back by loving them and letting them know who they are. Mm. It'll actually cause the truest sense of humility, right? Humility Mm -hmm. is just having an accurate assessment of yourself, you know? So speaking over them and yeah. man, I, I think we get nervous too, too, too much or love is too much or we have to balance it out with what, what's right. greater than love. Right. Mm-hmm. Everything right. else will work itself out. Yeah. So yeah, you guys, I just, people are hungry for truth, right? If we can just, what is truth? And, and we're all on the journey, right? Holy mm. spirit, lead us into truth, doing life, doing the scriptures with the Holy spirit um, and letting children, families see themselves through the lens of love and through the lens of Jesus. Mm. You, c- you can't go wrong. Mm. You can't go wrong. Your question, just uh, 
Um, do you think many, many parents pray aloud for their children? They get to hear their parents' parents' prayers for them. That's a good word. Do That's they? a good. What do you think? I mean, you probably can't know for certain. Yeah, I, more so. I'm going to take the challenge of yes. we should do more of. You got it. That. Speaking, speaking blessing over yeah. them. Yeah. Speaking, mama, dad, blessings. Listen, the word is powerful. You, can you pray silently? Of course, he hears yeah. everything. Of course, but man, to speak over them and say, "This is." Let me tell you who you are. Mm-hmm. Before they even walk out, I get it. Mornings are busy. You barely, you know, do yeah. we even have, you know, have you brushed your teeth? I get it. But man, even in the car, I just want to. I just want to take a minute to let you know who you are. I do that with my nephews. Let me tell you something. My nephews aren't churched. My nephews live out in California. And they, I have spoken over them who they are all of their life. They're nine and nine and 13 and they know it so much. They kind of roll their eyes at me and it doesn't, I don't even, you know, kind of like Kiki, we know you're going to say this again, but I just got a mother's day card. They sent me a little auntie mom's day card hmm. and the younger one wrote, he said, I want to tell you who you are. And he wrote, he started writing like 50, he wrote like 50 things. So you know what? Let them kind of be like, I don't want to hear it anymore. You keep speaking it. The word will not return void. Mm. And there's something about the spoken blessing over people's life, man. So when they hear you're dumb, you're a loser. I I don't want, come on, kids hear. I'm aghast sometimes at what kids are hearing at school. I'm aghast. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if you're Christian or not, Christian yeah. school or not. You don't belong here. We don't want you on our team. I'm, mm. I'm just like, whoa. They, we are creating the foundation. So when they hear that, right, it's a chink in their armor, but they have a foundation that they could pull from and say, gosh, that just hurt. But I know what my Abba daddy is saying, and I don't know what my mom and dad are saying at home. And that's just not true, mm-hmm. right? The best way to thwart off lies, and that is truth. The yeah. only yeah. way yeah. To, to thwart off that is truth. So us speaking it over them, mm-hmm. man, morning and night, speak it over them even as they're sleeping. Man, yeah. I would pray over my nephews as they're sleeping, declare who they are. You are a leader. You've been giving a heart and mind for Christ. Man, he has angels charge over mm-hmm. you. You will always walk in who you who you are and who your Abba Daddy has called you to be. Yeah. There's nothing more powerful. We're, the world was created with words, right? So, right. right. Well, I also love how you began uh, in the beginning, God. I guess, like in the old uh, like Hebrew learning, the the rabbi would stop you there and say, "Do it again." Yeah. In the beginning, God. They say, "Stop." Yeah. Start over, and they would just do it over and over and over and over, just to, in the beginning, God. I am so glad you just said that this two Sunday nights ago, we did that with the kids. Hmm. And and again, I said, okay, who wants to start reading in the beginning? God created no slower Hmm. in the beginning. God slower in the beginning. God slower. I had it. So one kid finally (laughs) was like, you know how kids are in the (laughs) beginning. God, I said, perfect. Yes. Stop right there. Why are we rushing through the most significant thing? It's his story. Mm -hmm. His law is love. He, he, he sets the tone. Um, I find that we often go quickly over sometimes yeah. the most important things. Right. And I love what you just said. Take yeah. it slow. You know, let's get out of reading the word for reading the word and checking it off the box. If you have a verse that you're meditating on for six months or a year, glory be to God, mm-hmm. parse it out. What does that mean? Open my eyes, Holy Spirit. What are you saying? What is the Father doing? I mean, yeah, mm. there's so much to, to break down and... and it's relationship. Right. I mean, I think of the relationships we have with people. And then I find out I've known you for 40 years and I don't even know your favorite color. I didn't know you skied. I didn't know you loved to jump out of airplanes. We, it's a <laughs> lifetime of discovering people yeah. we live with and yeah. are married to, let alone mm-hmm. God. Yeah. 
beautiful. Hmm. So that's so Man, good. Yeah. This has been pretty I, fun. Uh, yeah, this has been <laughs> awesome. I could just what I appreciate about you, Christine, is like mm-hmm. when I like the first time I met you, I felt like I like this one. Oh. She's you're the real deal. You have shown me time and time again, love. Mm. I think you've prayed over every member of my family and we (laughs) appreciate it so much. Mm. And yeah, I just get emotional. I'm like, I never want to take you for granted. So we appreciate you so much coming and sharing. Thank Um, you. And would love if you end our time together with a blessing uh, for, for families and yes. and their intimacy with Abba Father. Yes. And I just want to, before I pray, I want to thank you for the invitation. Right when you said, do you want to come do this with me? I was like, yes, <laughs> I love you. I love our friendship. Third has been a blessing and a resource, and it's an honor. Yeah. So, Father, we just thank you. We thank you for this time. Lord, we just bless the ears and the hearts that have heard this message. And Father, I just thank you that in the beginning it is you. That's why it's such a fantastic story. It's the best story of all time. And from you flows everything. Everything flows from the top down from you to families. Let families know, starting with parents Mm -hmm. to the children, how loved they are, how accepted they are that the Father is cheering them on and holding them close. And they were born for intimacy and relationship, and they are approved of already already. So Father, I just I just bless. I bless this time. Mm-hmm. I bless the ears and hearts and we just give you glory in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Thank you for joining us for this T3 Family Podcast. Mm-hmm.